Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, featuring your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco. In our program, you'll receive the tools you need to live a healthy and successful life, not to mention a fun one. Now, here are your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie. Hello, everybody. It's Forbes Riley and this is Charlie Fusco. Hello, hello. about The Good Life. How are you this week? I'm having a great life this week. It is a fast life. I can't believe that it's almost summertime in my place. Um, it's insane how fast things are going. I um, published a children's book last week for one of my clients. I uh, went to spoke. I had my kids with me. I am publishing another children's comic book in the next four weeks. This is on top of radio and TV that I'm producing and print ads that I'm writing. And I am starting a non-for-profit for a client. So... You know, and then I'm a mom and I'm a, you know, a wife. And, and you're having sex at 1039 because you just don't have time for it. That's right. But, you know, it's like exercise, Forbes. You should understand that. Um, yeah, but that I do by myself. But I'm bum. Okay, <laughs> folks. <we're here. laughs> oh, I have somebody young in the room. One of my interns is here. I probably should be careful how I speak because there's millions of people listening to us. So welcome to the Howard Stern Show. <laughs> there you go. You know, one of the, I want to uh, break right in here because one of the things that um, Tim and Tara and our production team always runs in here and they go, what do you and Forbes want to talk about? We need to go find guests. What are topics? And, you know, we always say things like, let's talk about this and growth and entrepreneurship and success and sex and money. And they're like, you know, you're drinking your own Kool-Aid. Is there anything that we can talk about that normal people? And I said, what do you mean? They're like, well, what about, you know, people who aren't always high on life? Like they need help too. And I said, what, you want me to talk about depression? And they said, yeah. And I'll tell you, we argued about it. And this is going to, you're going to either love me or hate me when I say this on the radio. I don't understand depression. I don't understand people who are depressed. I don't understand how you can stay depressed. Have I ever had a down moment? Yes. Have I ever felt sad for a day? Absolutely. Have I ever thought that my life could be better? Sure. Have I ever said to myself, I'm depressed? Not once, not once in my entire life, and well, because it's a statement, and you just said it better than I. You know, that's exactly it. I can't stand. I remember in college, people were going, "Oh, I'm so depressed." That's a statement that you make. Bad things happen. You can feel crappy, but to actually verbalize it that way is a really bad habit. I agree, that's but I Forbes, uh, you know, it, they looked at me, the production team, and they're like, "Okay, Charlie, you're always happy. You're always this." I said, "No, I'm not always happy. I'm just never depressed." And they said, "But it's a real." Thing. It's a just you know a, a biological function. It's a psychological function. There are people who are depressed, and of course I know they're true. But I thought, well, uh, gosh, I we, I guess we owe it to our listeners to talk about it because you can't live the good life if you're feeling depressed. But I thought, well, gosh, we better get some really good experts because I don't know what to say. I, you know, I, my 
My sister, who thinks I'm uh, emotionless, says to me, you know what, you just have this get over it attitude. And I'm like, well, yeah, but there's no point in wallowing it. So I don't know how much help I'm going to be on this interview. I'm just warning everyone ahead of time that I do have well, compassion. Let me tell you and I know that's so nasty of your sister to say. I need to kind of sit down and talk to her because you've got a lot of compassion. Um, but one of the things that I find and why I'm so excited about our guest is that a lot of depression seems to come from body image. And not all of it, but there is not many, there are not many people out there who are happy with their bodies. And, and if you ask somebody, and I ask somebody all the time because I'm always doing weight loss studies and coaching people, there's always something they actually not only don't like, but they actually hate, hate that message. And that makes you sad. You know, and then I ask somebody, imagine yourself going into uh, tying on a bikini or some lingerie, and I can immediately make somebody depressed with that visualization alone. So our guest, which I think everyone out there is going to really appreciate, he actually runs weight loss centers, and there's a true connection between depression, body image, and being overweight. Um, he also has some tips on losing weight. Uh, he's got one that I think you're going to totally want to tune into. It's one of the hottest crazes out there, and he's had some real inside information. Um, the other thing we're going to talk about, too, because another reason people get depressed is that breakup time. And, right. you know, it's, it's such a hard thing to do, though, letting go. And I guess what I love about her, oh, she's got a top book in Amazon about getting not only past your breakup, but finding the bliss on the other side. So this should be a rock and show. I, it should, and I really want to do help a lot of people, and I want to learn more about, you know, the topic and why it happens, and because, you know, just because I haven't been depressed doesn't mean I won't be, but um, before we get into all of that, and before we tell people how to break the cycle, because basically the title of today's show is Being Depressed Sucks, and that's the best I could come up with, because I can't imagine that it has anything to do with the good life, so we're going to be sharing tough love and tricks to shake it from your mind and body, just to get rid of it and hopefully help a lot of people out there. Um, so before we get on to the depression, let's get on to the good news. We like to start every show with some good news for our listeners. And um, okay. we've got a lot of it. It's some fun news. You know how I like to talk about porn. Oh, no, we're talking about porn? We have to. It's in the news. These are hot topics that are trending. So how can I ignore? Porn star Megan Piper has accepted an invitation this is going to make you mad, Forbes. An invitation to be a prom date for Mike Stone, who's an 18-year-old high school student from Minnesota, after he asked her on Twitter. And the story got posted and it went viral. So now this porn star feels this personal level of responsibility to date this 18-year-old and go to his prom. Is this normal? Wow. Uh, no, but really damn exciting. And that guy's going to be president of the United States. But, uh, you know, maybe, right, maybe. But here's the thing. She's not the first one. There's been other celebrities where sort of, you know, quote unquote, average citizens pop onto their Twitter, make a big deal about, hey, will you go to the prom with me or you go to this dance with me and sort of corner these celebrities because then everyone picks up the, the viralness of it and passes it around. And then these celebrities give in basically it's i i think uh, katie holmes was approached reese witherspoon was approached um so i'm wondering and and you know feel free to chime back on facebook on twitter for us is this sweet is this flattering or are you manipulating these celebrities um by using social media against them that's an interesting concept but i, I yeah i have you know i, I don't i very rarely am i stumped and i don't know by the way <laughs> Fox and Friends has just asked me to go on and do my political opinion next week, so I'll be live on Fox and Friends as well. And I'm afraid I'm going to say something stupid that people are going to go, oh my God, I cannot believe that's Forbes' point of view. So 
Uh, You know, I'll tell you, we do open ourselves a lot because whatever we say on the show is true and it's our point of view. And so that does open us up. And I'm not sure how I feel about the whole thing, too. But, you know, gosh, it seems crazy. In fact, let me talk about another social media trend that's happening. And I'm an employer and I interview and hire a lot. And there's a reason I'm going here, Forbes, and you know why. But we're talking about hiring and assistance. But did you know that um, there are a lot of employers right now that when you go in to interview for a job, they're asking you for your Facebook password. Not your Facebook page, but your password. Because they want to be able to go into your Facebook page and read all of your posts and see your friends and see what kind of life you lead to see if you're the right applicant for them. It's like a vetting process. And there's like companies and government agencies that are asking for a look around, you know, can we go in and do it? And now there's all these issues about legality and should people be forced to do this or no, not forced? No, no, there's absolutely, there's no way you're going into my privacy, my privacy, there's no way you're going into my Facebook page. I mean, you can go on the public stuff that I want you to see, but I do not think that that is, it's horrible. If you post something public and, you, you know, person out there can find it, then it's, first of all, let's stop. Let's not be this stupid. And I tell 19, 20-year-olds all the time, what you put out there is for the entire world to see. It's not your private conversation unless you said it that way. And if you said it that way, then it's not for an employer to see. But I think people are kind of mistaken what what Facebook's all about. You don't want to air your dirty laundry. Right. I was in a bar the other night. I was actually went out to a, a place with music, and I don't drink. I'm the only one drinking water, which is kind of funny anyway. But I somebody asked me to take my picture. I politely said no, because I'm in a bar setting. And right. I'm a guy that is a friend of mine. I don't want his arm around me looking all cozy because I sometimes get silly when people take a picture. That's just on the internet. It looks completely different than what I intended. So start protecting yourself. Get people to take their, you know, and then the cell phone too. If people don't know that you're taking pictures, just be very careful. The world is a very different place than it was. Absolutely. I agree. And I'll tell you, we can go on and on about this, but it's a big topic. And um, we are going to get an expert on here. And I wanted to comment a little bit on this. Should you, should you not? When is it intrusive for job applications to go into this, you know, to get a job? So I want to welcome Julie Perrin, and she's a business development consultant who coaches administrative professionals in their job search and their careers. I want to get her opinion on these two very important topics. Julie, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, let me ask this, because what do you think about social media as a way for vetting out your candidates because I know when I interview people I've already tried to track them down on Twitter and and Facebook and see what type of person they are and sometimes you can get right into their profiles and see and you can see you know how they correspond and what their likes are and you know are they more professional you do the same thing with LinkedIn and then sometimes you can't their profiles blocked and um I find being able to understand how somebody portrays themselves socially gives you a really good insight into the quality of their professional behavior potentially. Um, is that fair in your opinion? And are other companies doing it? Am I completely off my rocker? And then where does privacy end? Well, there was just a story last week that hit the news wires about employers asking job applicants for their Facebook password and logins in order to be able to get in and see more information than just what they have made available to them publicly. And as I saw the story come across, and I've been following it now for the last week or so, it sent up all kinds of red flags for me because I certainly think that if you're going to um, 
check into a candidate. There's nothing wrong with going online trying to find out who they are, what they do, what you can learn about them. Um, people who are proactively using social media to build their personal brand and to showcase their expertise are using it for that very purpose so that if you find them online, you can be, wow, look at this person. They really know what they're talking about. I absolutely want to have another call with them to see what I can learn more about them in a maybe a one-on-one -on -one conversation instead of just what they're posting on social media. But the problem with requesting logins and passwords is it starts to violate all kinds of privacy issues. And so the, the main thing I recommend that employers do and that people who are job searching do is employers need to ask for samples of their work. And the term that I like to use is a professional portfolio. Every administrative professional that I work with, I encourage to create not just a resume and a nice you know, package of information when you go for an interview, but a binder with work samples in it that you can show as demonstrated proof that these are things I've done in the past and if I walk into your office, these are things I'm going to be able to probably do for you or a quality of my work that you can see visibly and that adds to not just what you've posted online, but also gives you some hard stuff right there in front of you to be able to look at and say, here it is right in front of me. Julie, thanks so much. We're going to post your uh, website and, and your uh, Facebook page so people can get, find more information on you. But really, again, such an important topic. And I'm glad you brought up those things about the social media because I know a lot of people are asking, you know, where the line is cut off and, and things like that. Julie, thank you again so much for taking the time. I love what you're doing. I think it's very important to, you know, keep this added to help train both sides of the table. I'm excited by your website, so I appreciate your time. Excellent. Thanks for having me. And we'll be right back with more here on The Good Life. Don't go away. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right, this incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 
800-731-1085 and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Good Life. You're here with Charlie and Forbes Riley. And, you know, Charlie, one of the things that uh, I am obsessed with is people looking good, being in touch with their bodies. And I'm talking lately about being happy, healthy, wealthy, and having fun. Absolutely. Hallelujah. I did go. I like that. Hallelujah from Charlie. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about lately is people I mean, get to a certain age. I know when I was overweight, I thought about it all the time. I was obsessed. I couldn't go into a, a dressing room in a department store without getting physically depressed. I'd put on a bathing suit and just beat myself up all the time. And it's interesting the correlation between your body image and how happy you are. Well, our next guest is Dr. Frederick Benini, and he is a specialist on obesity and diabetes expert. And, you know, it's interesting because he comes from being a lieutenant colonel in the Army. And he is on Long Island, which is where I grew up, so, we, you know, we kind of talk the same language here. But he didn't start out that way. He practiced a heart, lung, and blood surgeon. And I'm curious to see how he transitioned to becoming this kind of an expert. So please welcome to our show, Dr. Frederick Benini. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? You've had a lot of coffee today, huh? <laughs> it's no fun being fat. Oh, I love that. That's such a great statement. Now, tell me, tell me about your transition from going to a heart, lung, and blood specialist to really talking about diabetes and obesity. Well, as a youngster, I started as a heart surgeon and uh, had a little uh, eye problem. And so I had to, like, put down the scalpel, and I went into the management of heart disease. So hence oh. the name of my center, Heart, Diabetes, and Weight Loss Centers of New York. And on top of that, when I hit age 50... I hit 300 pounds after being thin all my life. So, oh, my gosh. What uh, How did there. you get there? Uh, being Italian, loving to eat, uh, a little too much booze, a little too much pasta, a little too much bread, a little too many cannolis, and uh, all of a sudden, 325. Wow. Oh. Now, you know, and I've seen you lately, Dr. V. Um, you're nowhere near that, and and you look great. I mean, really great. You you you're not just thin; you're physically fit and things. So there was a big transition there. What we're talking about on the show, and what we're hoping to motivate our listeners to, is you know the title of our show today today is depression sucks. But mm-hmm. what Forbes is alluding to is sometimes you look in the mirror and you're just like, gosh, you know, I'm overweight. I, I'm never going to lose this weight. And that depresses you. Or sometimes you're depressed and food makes you happy. So then you get to that weight. In your experience, outside of the mental connection for obesity and weight and depression, is there a biological connection? Are some of us more prone to one or the other? Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Because first of all, Biologically, uh, people who are obese and pre-diabetic have inflammation in their bodies. That's number one. Number two, uh, they have high blood sugars, which makes them tired and depressed. And then uh, number three, there are neurotransmitter problems. 
there were changes in uh, dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine, which makes you more depressed. Now, let me tell you something. A lot of people have a different body image. They could be two or 300 pounds, and you can see women walk around in stretch pants, and they don't realize they're overweight. It took me a while to realize I got fat. Uh, but there are definite biochemical reactions uh, that make you depressed. On top of the fact that when you finally look in the mirror and see what you look like, and then, of course, you don't feel well. You're tired. You have high blood pressure. You have high blood sugar. All of these things, and then what's very common, too, with the weight gain is musculoskeletal problems, pain in the knees, back pain, joint pain, fatigue. So your body becomes totally destroyed by this weight. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're out there saying that because um, I, I don't know if you, again, you know, I love to say, I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm the woman who stood next to Jack Olin for the last eight years of his life on TV. You know, and it's interesting because I'm now writing a book about him, and it's so fascinating that from the 30s on, all this man preached was a little bit of movement and a little bit of your diet, and if man made it, don't eat it. And somehow we've gotten so out of control that we don't realize this is not a new concept. People always ask me, Forbes, what's the secret of looking good? You know, how do you do it? I'm like, oh, it's a big secret. You move every day, and you watch what you put in your mouth. And they look yeah. at me like, oh, really? To get that all uh, anybody who's fit does. They just do it a little more consciously. It's very easy to say, but hard to do. Now, let me ask, we hear a lot about gluten these days, gluten intolerance. Can that really cause depression or mood swings or just allergies? Uh, yes. I'm sure you remember her, uh, Charlie, uh, Shari Lieberman, oh, God yeah. rest her soul. Yeah. She wrote an incredible book, The Gluten Connection. And uh, people with gluten intolerance have arthritis, they have brain fog, they have headaches, they have weight gain, they have gastrointestinal problems, they have fatigue. It is incredible when, and I test everyone for gluten sensitivity in my practice. And when you find that and you get them off the gluten, which is a protein found in, in uh, wheat, barley, and rye, they turn around, everything gets better. You know, it's funny because I'm listening to you say this and I think you probably deal with a lot of mentality that I do. I got to this age, can I just enjoy my life? I don't really get to eat pasta anymore. I love my pasta. I don't right. eat the birthday cakes. I don't eat it. I like looking in the mirror, but I got to tell you, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I eat everything, and uh, I, my, uh, I had diabetes at one point. I turned it around and reversed it, uh, and uh, I now have a thin mentality in my brain. But I did it with uh, not only diet, exercise, and nutraceuticals, uh, carb and fat blockers, glucoregulatory nutrients, and then uh, there is an injectable called Victosa that I use for pre-diabetics and diabetics that absolutely makes you lose weight. And a lot of doctors don't even know about that. Well, I got a question for you. The government yes. regulated diabetes and said it was a disease. Do you mm -hmm. agree with them? Yes. I mean, not, a, not, a, not a disease. I'm sorry. Obesity is a disease, not diabetes. I'm sorry. 100% it is. 100%. It's is a, a disease, disease, but it's a disease you can cure with food. You don't need drugs to cure it. That's true. You can do it with food. It takes a tremendous amount of commitment. The people in this country today need to go beyond commitment. Uh, they just can't do it, you know, on willpower. Right. So there, you right there's, now. you're right. So I think that's fair to say because I don't think anybody's sitting here going, well, I want to be obese and I want to be depressed. I think you, there's a weakness and, and life gets in the way and now we need help. So what are some of the hardcore diet and exercise tips that you're giving your patients? Cause you run a very advanced clinic and, and like you said, you're doing things that even doctors don't know about yet because you're really focused on obesity and anti-aging. So what are some hardcore tips that, um, our listeners 
listeners can look into? I mean, they can go to your website, vanini.com. We'll post that. We'll post your Facebook link. Um, you're on Twitter at Beating Diabetes. But what are the rundown that they can jot down and get more information on that will help them break this cycle? Whether their cycle is, I'm depressed because I'm fat, or I'm fat because I'm depressed. The first thing is you have to check your blood sugar. We now know that uh, pre-diabetes is a blood sugar of 100 to 125, but now the more progressive endocrinologists feel that if it's 90 and higher, you're pre-diabetic. You have to check your hemoglobin A1C. That's your three-month glucose level. It should be around 5. 5.7 is is pre-diabetes. If you have that visceral fat, the belly fat, if you have high triglycerides, then there's a good chance you have uh, a very good chance you have insulin resistance. So everyone that comes into my center for a weight problem uh, gets the blood sugar, gets, of course, a thyroid and adrenal workup, gets vitamin levels done, and gets a glucose tolerance test to see if they're pre-diabetic. If they have insulin resistance, we know. Look at Atkins, okay? He gave bacon and eggs, uh, cheese, pork, lard, and people lost weight, and they lost weight by the millions of pounds because they were over-consuming carbohydrates. So most of the people that have this insulin resistance need to cut down their carbs and sweets and then remove the candida, remove food allergies. I check the metabolism. I use appetite suppressants. I use insulin-regulating drugs. I do everything possible to help them, and we're pretty successful now. I even use this HCG diet, which you've heard of. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the ACG. Human chorionic hematotropin is the pregnancy hormone. And Simeon, many, many years ago, found by injecting small amounts of this with a 500-calorie diet, creates a profound weight loss. I have used it in about, I would say, at least 300 patients in my practice. The majority of them can, can tolerate this 500-calorie diet, even big men, uh, and uh, they will lose anywhere from 10 to 30 pounds in a month. It's something to consider when people yeah, have the this The downside is people. you have to eat 500 calories a day. But the majority of people can do it with, with taking the HCG. Because it helps you not want to eat? Absolutely, and it's a potent fat burner. You're actually energized. And 500 calories is nothing. The other thing I want to point out is, you know, I have some people come in and say, oh, Doc, I have to lose 100 pounds. No, you don't. We don't want to make everyone uh, fit into a thong bikini. We want you to get a healthy weight where you are metabolically fit, where your blood pressure is normal, your blood sugar is normal, your joints are better, you can walk around, you feel better, and you're not depressed. We call that metabolic fitness. I like that. I've never heard that term before. I'm somebody who specializes in fitness. You rock on. I'm very excited about your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... If I were in your neighborhood, I would come in for a shot in my ass on a regular basis. And you know what, Forbes, you got to start following Dr. Vanini on Facebook, because I'll tell you, um, I've been a big follower of his, um, we're Facebook friends, and I swear to you, every night he posts pictures of what he's eating, and they're the Mm -hmm. most amazing looking foods, and he's generally at restaurants, so here's a guy that's figured out how to keep his weight down, how to keep healthy, how to beat the diabetes, and still essentially have his cake and eat it too. So um, look at it carefully, you'll see pictures of the supermodels I go out with. Yeah, oh yeah, they're there too. I get stuck on the cannolis next to the supermodels. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait you're single? Yes, I am available. <laughs> all right, we're all going to your website, Mr. Vanini, and checking this out. All right, Doc, we got gotcha. you. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time today, Dr. Vanini. I love you, Charlie. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, Forbes, um, that was a lot. We got it all in on this segment. We're going to run to a quick break. When we come back, Susan Elliott is the breakup coach, and she's also the author of Getting Past Your Breakup. Um, that's another reason I think a lot of women especially get into this rut, and they just, whether they know it or not, are sort of depressed about it. She's going to tell us how to get past that, how to get move forward. She's giving away a free copy of her book, so I'll tell you how to win that, how to turn devastating loss into the best thing that ever happened to you. We have, like, the coolest show going, Charlie. I have to tell you, if I were a listener, I'd be going, wow, I can't wait to tune into these gals every week. This is so awesome. I know. All they do is give away free stuff and talk about sex. So uh, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's another reason to make sure you go to thegoodliferadioshow.com. Put your email address in there. Join our community, and we will start sending you free stuff and maybe a nice little fun sex joke. Um, we will be right back with more here on The Good Life. Stay with us. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Good Life. You're here with Charlie and Forbes Riley. All right, so Charlie, one of the most devastating reasons that you put on weight is because you've broken up with somebody. I used to stand in front of my refrigerator late at night, me, the light of the refrigerator, and whatever I didn't eat for dinner the last three nights was in one of those containers. I wouldn't even sit down. And I'm sure there's people out there like me, but you know, it's, it's interesting what I've learned as I've gotten older that trying to stuff down those emotions doesn't really help. Yeah, so, I've always said having an affair with Ben and Jerry is probably not the best duo. Wow, and one of them is dead, so that really sucks. And if you're going to put in a Cherry Garcia, it could get weird. <laughs> <laughs> but let's do that funky monkey. You know, that is pretty funny. I have shame on them for naming it so much fun because it was really fun to get fat back then. So of all of our, our listeners out there, I have had an overwhelmingly um, experience lately with all of my, it seems all the kids in my school, I want to say eight out of the ten parents are divorced. It's the most interesting thing. We all hang out with these things. I mean, it's always about the kids one weekend or the other weekend with one or two of the parents. And I'm, I'm a little confused by this. The average used to be 50-50, but in my school, it's really eight out of ten. I kind of calculated it. Wow. So our next guest, I know it's a little, it's a little heartbreaking. It's very hard on the kids. But it's really hard on you. So if you're somebody who's dealing with a breakup, you're going to want to hang on, get comfortable, pull up your little chair, pull a little blanket around you, and listen to this. Because we've got Susan Elliott. She is the breakup coach. She's the author of Getting Past Your Breakup, How to Turn a Devastating Loss into the Best Thing That's Ever Happened to You. Well, now, I haven't listened to her just yet, but I'll tell you what. Of my divorced friends, the one who got on to find somebody else, 
seem blissfully happy. It's not a lot, oh, woe is me. They're like, this was a good thing. I'm glad that one door shut. So, Susan, please chime in and tell us about what it means to become blissfully happy from a breakup. Well, I think that many people should look at a breakup as an opportunity for change. There is a lot that can be said for taking a breakup and using it as a turning point in your life because pain is the great motivator. There's nothing like pain that will get you to change your life around. And one of the greatest pains that you're ever going to have is a breakup. And if you use it for motivation to sift through the old relationship, figure out what you did wrong, figure out what you can do better, and change your life, you can go on to the bliss that you're talking about. Wow. You know, that's probably what they've experienced. That's a great piece of advice because when you stand at that gate and you're wondering, oh, should I not? Should I? The rest of my life is never going to be as good. Do you find through your coaching that people have gone on to something great is kind of a rule? Yeah, I really do. I I think that once you get into the attitude that, you know, if a relationship is broken and a person doesn't want to be with you, fine, let it be, you know, learn from it and go on and you can really do better the next time. And I find in my experience that that's what what happens. Well, but now there's the other side of that coin because I've got a lot of friends also who are in that, oh, woe is me, and they go on for months and months. I mean, it's so annoying. And you're not allowed to try and set you up with somebody. But what do you what do you say to that person who's lost? I usually tell them that it, a, a, an appropriate amount of grief after a, a breakup, you know, is, you know, pining, crying, walking the floor, beating the pillows, you know, the whole thing for a few weeks, you know. And then you have to make a decision. You have to make a cognitive decision that you have to put into place all the things that you need to do to get over this. And well, that's grief is still going to be a part of it. Yeah. You're still going to cry. Things, but when you say all the things you have to put in order to get over it, what are you referring to? You have to go back through the relationship that just ended. You have to look at what was good about it and what was bad about it. And I find that people get stuck in one or the other. Either people are so angry that all they do is concentrate on the bad and what was done to them and how unfair it is and how they were mistreated, or people get stuck in the good and they're pining away and they're missing and life will never be the same. So one of the things they have to do is they have to step back and they have to look at both the good and the bad in the relationship. And and so talking about being depressed, is it possible to be in a relationship or, or to get out of a relationship, let's say, and not know that you're depressed about it? I think that there are some people who don't understand that the way that they're dragging around and the way that they're not really looking forward to anything uh, is coming from the breakup. Some people might think that, you know, it's just the way that they are or, you know, there really is nothing to look forward to because they had this breakup, but that's actually a sign of depression. I, I think, what, is there a, do you do a step-by-step process to take somebody through this? Yeah, what I, what I have in the book is called the Relationship Inventory, which I was just talking about doing the good and bad. But I also talk about, you know, the stages of grief and, you know, what we call the phases of grief because stages seems to denote that you go from one stage to the other and then it's over. But phases is more like you go in and out of grief. And a big part of being able to do your grief is to take care of yourself. It means physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you have to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot possibly do the grief and you will fall into depression. You know, it's interesting. So do you find that people can do this with your book alone or do they actually need to like, come see you? 
I, I work with people sometimes, you know, they read my book, they call me, they want to talk once, I talk to other people in email, you know, they, they read my book, they want to ask a question or two, and then other people I do work through, they want to do the work, the exercises in the book, you know, through some structured coaching, which usually goes on for like six to eight weeks. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm so, so happily married, and I hope I don't personally need you, but I'm excited to have, <laughs> have people I'm going to turn you on to. <laughs> You know, and let me ask Susan, what would you summarize everything for us? You know, we've got listeners, whether they know they're depressed about it, they've gone through a relationship. Maybe they're not depressed, but they're sad, or they're not moving forward, which I think is the bigger thing. They're either not dating, they're, they're not dating the right guys. What are some basic tips that we can get people to kind of get them back in the saddle after a breakup? I mean, very specific things that they can be doing to get back in the saddle. They have to first buy a horse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, I think that the first thing that they have to understand is that they're not going to just sit around and feel better. They have to do something. And the things that they have to do is, one, they have to make a decision that it's time to move on and that they have to let go of the past. In order to let go of the past, they have to, two, look at the relationship for what it was, not for the fantasy of what they think it was or for the unfairness of what was done to them. Three, they have to care about themselves enough to move forward. That means you have to eat right, you have to sleep right, you have to exercise, and you have to be good to yourself. You have to realize you've been through a traumatic time, and it's time to baby yourself a little bit. Buy yourself some nice clothes, you know, go to a spa, have a massage, go out with your girlfriends. And then the other thing that you need to do is to realize that it is absolutely time to move on and to see this as a positive thing. But let me ask you, Susan, how do you know that? How do you know it's time to move on? When is it uh, whining about it or crying about it or feeling bad about it or being respectful of the mourning process? Is is it how many days? Is it after a certain feeling? Because I know a lot of people say I'm still mourning. Right. And I think that, I mean, I think that some people will, you know, hold on to that for, you know, months and months or years and years. There's no time frame. And every time I hear somebody say, oh, it's twice the amount of time you were in the relationship or half the amount of time, it drives me completely crazy because it's, it's basically up to the person themselves. If you were in a 10-year relationship, of course, and you have kids, of course, you're going to, you know, take a few months to really feel horrible. Your whole life is turned upside down. You know, you probably have to you know, move, change houses, visitation, financially, everything is, you know, gone straight to hell. So, of course, you're going to feel bad for, you know, some months. But after a while, you really have to make a decision that, okay, this is the rest of my life. I have to put into place the things to move on. Okay, got it. Um, So, and what are some questions that people should ask to know that, that helps them? Well, I think that they need to ask, what is the benefit of me staying stuck like this? Some people are looking for, you know, they're looking for attention. They're looking for sympathy from their friends. They're looking for the ex to feel sorry for them. They're looking for the ex to come back. It's like, why, what, is, do, what is the benefit of me staying stuck? And usually the benefit is not really something that you want, you know, to have in your life. So you really have to ask yourself, am I staying stuck on purpose? Am I hoping for reconciliation? Am I looking for sympathy? Or do I just not know how to move on? And then the other thing is to decide, you know, am I making a clear-cut decision that I do want to move on and that this is a good thing for me to do? And I think that keeping those questions in the front of your head, you know, like what is going on with me? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? is something that, you know, everybody can ask themselves. Well, I got it. I mean, I think your book's great. I'm sitting at your website getting past your breakup. Um, I'm very excited. I think you have a very um, 
nice step-by-step solution. And if you're, you know, if you're hurting, if your heart hurts and you can't seem to get out of it and you are depressed, you're a great person, a great resource to look into. And I'm so glad that you took the time to come by our show today. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to add that I've been through this. I don't tell anybody to go through anything I haven't gone through. I went through a devastating divorce. And, and most of this stuff comes from me and my clients. And, you know, it's tried and true. It's tested. And, you know, you can turn a terrible breakup into the best thing that ever happened to you. Absolutely. I love that. That is great advice. And you're you're generous enough. You're going to give us a free book to give away to our audience. And, and here's all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, uh, the Good Life Radio Show Facebook page. And, and all you need to do is post a comment on our board that says, I'm ready to move on. And uh, we will go ahead and get a copy out to you of this book, Getting Past Your Breakup. Um, I encourage you to follow uh, Susan at Susan J. And we'll post all this information on our various websites. So thanks so much for giving us your time today. Well, thank you guys very much for having me. All right. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We are seconds from our next segment. Stay with us. Learn how to win those free gifts we just talked about. And we'll be right back to wrap up the good life this week. Stay with us. Don't go away. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right, this incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085, 800-731-1085, and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes, Riley, and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Forbes, Riley, and Charlie. So this is our last thing. We've got the last couple of minutes here. This is the part of the show you don't want to miss because this is where we really get to the good stuff on The Good Life. So I'm going to start by telling you something that's free. Now, everyone says nothing in life is free. Not true. I found the thing. If you don't mind listening to a commercial every once in a while, I am in love with this. This is like the answer to my dreams. Pandora Radio. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go on your phone and download this app or go online, PandoraRadio.com, or just go to apps. It's a free. Free. I love this word free. Facebook is still free. It may not last, but right now I like that too. And it is a free, customized internet radio. Now, this was started back in the year 2000, but I didn't know about that. I've just recently come to understand it. What you do is you put in the name of your favorite artist or your favorite song, or even a genre like birthdays or Christmas or love, and it starts to pull up music that is associated with those things. So, and music I would never actually have known. So lately, get this, I'm on a Rihanna kick. And so I put in Rihanna, and I crank it up really loud in the morning, I'm getting dressed, I'm dancing around, and sure enough, 
it's playing all of these really fun and hip, interesting songs. If you don't like a song, you press thumbs down and it doesn't play that anymore. I haven't had a chance to explore some of my, my favorite new artists because I'm not going to go to iTunes and sit and pull up every artist's name and figure out who I like. This does so much of the work for you. But at birthday time or holiday time, you put in the theme and things just pop up. So much it's well, and you know what? I love that we're getting the control there because I've used that, and you're right. It's all of a sudden stuff you never would listen to normally pops up. Very similar, by the way, to internet radio. When you start listening to terrestrial radio, you've got the commercials and you've got to listen to what they play. But now, especially with shows like ours, if you want to just listen to financial shows or just shows on recycling or just shows on home decorating, they're out there. So you, as the listener, have the control. And it's amazing what you'll find when you let it pop right, and I went, oh, well, I went kind of dorky. Like, I put in the other day, I don't know, I was thinking, Julie, Do You Love Me? You probably remember this, but it was a Bobby Sherman song. And I'm like, well, I, what else did he sing? And sure enough, I put in Bobby Sherman or the Partridge Family, something really weird out of my past. And for an hour, I was like in nostalgia land. And I didn't have to do any of the work for it. It was such, it was so nice. It wasn't a DJ's choice. It was this, I, I guess it used a system, what was called the Music Genome Project. I'm more complicated than I understand, but all I know is it is so much fun. And it's free. Did I say free? Yeah, you did say free. I know how that is an important t- topic there. And so I, th- I think you're right. That is a great place. And I love the internet right now because there's all these crazy apps that give you a lot of value for free. And that's uh, important because I think it does open the world around you. So I have a lot of girlfriends, by the way, who make a point of going, well, I don't really use apps. That's for teenagers. That's for this. I'll tell you, I used to be like that. And now I can't imagine being in the car without some of my apps because they help you on so many levels. So I think we should definitely use them to our advantage. One of the other things I should let you know when we're talking about apps is DSW Shoes. Have you ever downloaded that app? Um, I didn't know it was an app. It's one of my favorite stores, though. They have an app. And I'll tell you, not only do they have an app, but you can order from the app right there. And the way they have their shoes, it's almost better because I obviously have the Zappos app. The DSW Shoes app is so much cooler in the way it's used in flexibility that I can be in a grocery store line waiting to check out and scan through, you know, six inch heels, red pumps, and it pops them up by size. One click goes to my shopping cart page. It is amazing the way you can do it. And it's so much fun. And it sets an alert. And I don't know if you know DSW Shoes, how they have all those crazy sales where everything's like 70% off. It will vibrate your phone. Well, that's always a good thing. <laughs> so I'm not even going there. I just had to say that. Because <laughs> I, know, I know your producer just got to laugh. I didn't laugh. I think this is great. I will try DSW. I love, I love nothing more than being able to go in and try on any size shoe that you want. If you've never been to a DSW store, I highly recommend it. But be careful to go with Charlie because there's only one pair of rotten sneakers left because everything else she's taking, all the good things. I I wouldn't go with me. I'm a different kind of beast when it goes there um, to shoes. And, you know, I have to tell you, I I don't know if this is the good stuff or not, but it's what makes being a mom for me pretty fun and cool. I um, walked into my son's bedroom last night and I said, Jake, dude, what is that smell? And he looks around and goes, well, mom, that's my stench of awesomeness. First of all, you use the word dude? I do. I'm from California. 
I say dude all the time. (laughs) Okay, just checking. Yes. and stench of awesomeness. Yes, and he is 11 and a half, going on 12. He's not quite at puberty yet. We joke about it all the time. And I'm like, no, that is either your armpits or your feet. What is that? And he's like, mom, it's just the the way boys smell when they're awesome. And I thought, I hope the girls believe you. (laughs) I think it's so funny. All right, well, I've got one for you. If you don't have enough energy and you're a huge chocoholic, raise your hand. Okay, everybody in America, put your hand down. Right. Uh, I love my chocolate. Well, there's these guys who went down to the rainforest in Brazil and isolated, uh, and they ended up patenting this too, Um, the concept of what's in chocolate. Now, not the chocolate that you get in the store. In fact, I told my kids that Hershey's is covered in wax. That's why we like to eat European chocolate tastes very different, looks very different. But chocolate itself has no sugar in it, has no uh, milk in it. And it's why they talk about dark chocolate being healthy for you, because actually cocoa, or what's in it, this thing called chocolamine, is a substance that makes you feel better, gives you a bit more energy, makes you feel a little sexy, a little mood enhancer, and it's not fattening. It's a crazy thing. So um, this company called Sotru has put... This product is chocolate into a, a product. They call it Choco Slim. Why do they call it Choco Slim? Because it makes you feel better. Get this. It curbs your appetite a little bit. And I just think this is the cow's meow. Or bees, bees knees or somewhere, something like that. I well, just, I'll take I love the bees it. knees um, or cow's meow if it lets me swallow chocolate and lose weight. That's awesome. Isn't it, though? It's all natural. It's good for you. But I got to tell you, it's a mood enhancer. My husband's happy, too. So there you I go. had to tell you if you go I know if you go to ForbesChocoSlim.com because I you see my picture on there. I love this. The Forbes Choco Slim. Someone you think I think they you know, their first try it is like a dollar ninety five to get some home to see if it works. The two um, based on the two pills I tried, I would recommend it. I'm now a couple months into it and I think it's awesome. Well, there you go. And you can't get any better than Forbes on chocolate. Um, we have had another jam packed show. Hopefully somewhere in this last hour. If you were depressed, if you were feeling sad and blue, we've made you smile, we've made you laugh, and we've given you a tip that you can take forward and really just lead a cool, happy life. That's what we want. Um, if We want your feedback, too. So make sure you're visiting thegoodliferadioshow.com. You can put your email address in there, and you win all sorts of free stuff. You can look at our past, present uh, shows. You can um, get more information on our guests, uh, see what we're doing. You can join us on Facebook and chat, uh, The Good Life with Forbes and Charlie on Facebook. And there's where your ideas come to life. Tell us what you want to hear, your opinions. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, at Forbes and Charlie. You can follow Charlie Fusco, and you can follow Forbes Riley. Find us and give us your feedback and tell us what you're doing to live a good life and what you want to hear us talk about uh, on this radio show because this show is for you and it's growing because of you. So thank you. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. Make sure you join Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco again next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an exciting week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.